Box Podcast. Talking all things production for talent and crew, made by talent and crew. And sometimes we go off topic. Okay, welcome to a very special episode of the Brick Box. It's me, Nick. I'm here with Cynthia today. We just sat through two hours of Jumanji. I thought it was hilarious the whole way through. The rack was awesome in it. Kevin Hart was great. Uh, the five uh, young young students. Well, Jack Black was also in it. He was great. Yes, Cynthia. <laughs> um, but um, the five newcomers, the five new kids, I thought were fantastic in this movie. They had uh, not a whole lot of screen time, but the time they did have was quality time. <laughs> and so... We'll get started. Cynthia, tell us who was in this movie. Do you have that information? So, as you know, Dwayne Johnson was in it, and he played Dr. Smolder. Dr. Smolder Braveheart. Yes. Karen Gillian, she played Ruby Roundhouse. Um, Kevin Hart played Moose Finbar. Nick Jonas played Alex. So what did you think of the movie, Cynthia? I liked it. It was good. It was definitely different from the first, from the original, but uh, it was good. I liked it. Anything specific that you liked about it? Other than the new was... twist. The new twist that's on it. <laughs> but we that can't they... say that. <laughs> it's a little different. Well, it is. No, they go into Jumanji. That's actually not a spoiler. <laughs> that particular information is uh, can be put together from what's in the trailer. They've obviously been sucked into the game. Uh, I think it's real interesting what they did with the game. Uh, they really brought this into the new age of movies. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they really contemporized it. Contemporaryized it. They, they really contemporized it. Is that a word? They contemporized it. It's a word now. Um, I would have to Google. <laughs> you want to Google that? To see? So who directed this? It's like, um, this is a fairly unknown director. I don't know if he... Uh, I don't know if I've known anything. Well, let's look at what he has done. Oh, hey, look at this poor guy. Looks like a busted leg. He's got a knee brace on there. He's friggin' trooping, though. He's yeah, He was yelling something. Maybe he's doing a podcast. Like, it's, yeah. it's directed by Jake Kazdan. Jake Kazdan. What else did he do? Let's find out what he did. Um, Let's look into this guy. Because he did an amazing job with this movie. I mean, it's hard to mess it up. Anything with uh, Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. And Jack Black. And Jack Black. It's a good mix. And uh, Karen Gillian. Although not typically... uh, She doesn't typically come to mind when you think of those three guys. She played her part very well. She played her uh, role perfectly. Uh, it fit very well. The casting was done very well for this movie. I typically, when I hear like two buddies that have done movies before together, uh, that maybe they just like working together. Usually, when I hear that there's two guys doing the same movies repeatedly together, I get kind of turned off after a while. Like, oh gee, another The Rock and Kev Hart movie, you know? What about you, Cynthia? Did you feel like it was going to be a like? Obviously, I know you, and I know you wanted to see Jumanji, but do you feel like, you know, we've had enough of The Rock and Kevin Hart? Or, nope. Yeah, nope. No? You want to see more of <laughs> I those two see, together? Yes, yes, they're good. Yeah, they, they are hilarious. And I like this a lot more than Central Intelligence. Ooh, that was good, 
too. Yeah, that movie was good. But <laughs> I feel like I went to that in Central Intelligence expecting to laugh. Uh, and you know, it's harder to laugh at something when you're expecting it. Like, I had a high expectation of that movie uh, to be hilarious. And it was pretty funny. But, like I said, Central Intelligence was not as typically funny as Jumanji. Right. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Mm-hmm. It, like, Welcome to the Jungle was funny from the first moment. Like, I was laughing all through that movie. <laughs> uh, and there, this is a PG movie, so there were, and we went rather early, so there were kids, and I'm not used to having kids in the theater when I go. I usually go, like, we usually go when it's late. Later, yeah. So there were kids there, and they were laughing, and that added to my enjoyment of this movie. <laughs> like, some stuff, like... There were jokes that, you know, I was like, okay, they went for a cheap laugh here, and then the kids would laugh, and I'd laugh at the kids laughing. So, the humor in this movie was just spot on. Like, I would, I loved it as an adult. Uh, and there was sure. adult humor, too, so the kids didn't. There was adult humor. There, there was, was actually oddly, like, <clears throat> very suggestive themes as far as adult humor goes. And it is rated PG-13. Oh, it's PG-13. Yes. Okay, that's well. Well, there's a big chunk so, there. yeah. That's why they had all those dick jokes. Yeah. Disgusting perverts. I like nice, wholesome family entertainment. I'm really disappointed in The Rock. Oh, it's so cute. It's cute. It was a cute movie. It was. Would you take your children to see it? Yes. Even though they're not 13. They can still... You can still go and see it, though. You think, would you just use, like, certain parts of the movie you just mute? Or, like, you no. know, make them leave the room for a second? Be like, sorry, we got to pause it. You guys have to leave the room. No. You think it's handled... You, so you think that the PG-13 rating was a little overzealous? You think that maybe it should just be, you know, parental guidance? No, PG-13 was a good rating for this movie. Okay, so you just think your kids are more mature. (laughs) No. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think it was fine. I didn't find it too... You know, anything that was suggestive in that is a little too much for any kid to understand anyway. Right, and there were really young kids there. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was a real innocent... Real innocent movie. Right. Uh, Entertainment was... uh, Entertainment value of this movie was like an 8 out of 10. I... Like, really enjoyed it. I can't say enough about this movie. I typically, like, love the stuff that uh, The Rock is in. Mm-hmm. I'm not a yep. huge fan of Kevin Hart. I don't know. So, something about him kind of annoys me. His stand-up it's comedy funny. is very funny. Mm-hmm. But there's a, you know, there's a level of Kevin Hart that you can take. You know, like, watch the, first, kind of watch the first 45 minutes of an hour, and then I'm like, oh, all right. I'll come back and watch the rest of this later. But, uh, you know, actually, I find it hard to imagine listening to The Rock do stand-up comedy for five minutes. He's pretty funny, though. I'll give it to him. Yeah, I'll maybe. give him that. I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, you know. All right, so if I had to, if I was forced, gun to your head, you got to hear someone do stand-up, right? <coughs> so you either hear The Rock do awful stand-up for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. or you hear Kevin Hart do his regular set for 24 hours straight. 
Right, so I would give the rock a shot. You would? Because yeah. you don't have 24 hours to spend on that shit? No, because I don't. But I would definitely, because the rock quick. can be funny. The rock does, you know, he tries. He can. I feel so, like, yeah, he's got, he's definitely he's got a there. solid 10 minutes in him. At least he's five. Yeah. He's got a, a five minutes of one-liners at least. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's talk about the the actors and like what they did. So Karen Gillian, uh, what was she in? Because she was she was really good. She was integral to this movie. She had a lot of uh, a lot of great parts. You think she's hot? You should be on that. All right. Well, yeah, I should. I wish Karen Gillian. If you ever hear this. Do we have a list? Do we have a list? Can we make a list of celebrities that we're allowed to sleep with? Because I thought we were like a thing. But if Karen Gillian's on the table, I mean, does she know about this? Have you contacted her? Is she aware They, you know, you've put me up for available to her? Did you want to tell her that? You should probably send her a message. I feel like it would be less creepy coming from you. So what does she do? Well, let's get to the people, the, the stars. Well, we talked about The Rock. We talked about Kev Hart. Mm-hmm. We talked about Jack Black. I mean, do you want to talk about his acting in this movie? Jack I mean, Black, we really didn't talk. He did a good job in this movie. It was definitely a different role for him, but all his roles are definitely... I enjoy watching him. Um, yeah, but I mean, he did good. This is definitely a Jack Black we've never seen before. <laughs> uh, but I don't, I don't think it was too far outside of his element. I could see him playing that that role. Mm-hmm. It was as as usual a perfect performance from Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I don't think. Do you think they could have picked someone else? Like, if it was obviously. If The Rock was in it, it was going to be Kevin Hart. Uh, but do you think somebody else could have played that Jack Black role and done a better job? Can you think of another person who's like that, who has that attitude, who's just like... Because that was so perfect for him. Yeah. I can't think of I one can't. person that would have been better. Was good. He was great at that. Uh, a pothole or a raccoon. I don't know what that was. So can we get on to the, the last final actor before we talk about the, ooh, the special well, there's surprise? A, there's a few. There's a few. There's lots of actors in this. So. Well, let's get to the five main ones, can we? Just can, can okay. We so Alex Wolf is he plays Spencer. You just determined not to talk about Carrie and Jillian. Let's see. Alex I want to get. I do want to talk about the child, the children actors, the child actors, the young, the young bucks that were in this, and the young the does. teeny boppers that were in it. They were yeah. like teeny boppers. They, they were. They were yeah. young kids. They were probably right. in their twenties, but they were portrayed. <laughs> but let's get on to that. We need to talk about this last actor before we can go on to it. So. Karen Gillian, what else has she done? Because I haven't, I don't remember seeing her in anything else. Like, I, maybe I'm out of the loop. She's a Scottish act- 
actress, director, and screenwriter. Oh, she's a huh? There you go, and she's got red hair. That's up your alley, right? And she played the role of Amy Pond, companion to the 11th Doctor in the BBC science fiction series Doctor Who. Oh my god! I did not know that. Oh my god! There I you knew go. I recognized and her. And she was in Avengers, she was in Infinity War, and she was in Untitled Avengers. How did I not know that? So, yep. Oh my, like, the Doctor's yep. assistant the 11th is like doctor. practically the Doctor. Yep. The companion to the She's 11th like doctor, the doctor in Doctor Who. Oh my god. So now we'll have to go back and watch that. Groundbreaking Doctor Who wow. is now a woman. Yeah, which is nice. I, I feel like that uh, was a twist. But we haven't even seen That, uh, yeah, we haven't seen I've seen bits and pieces of that. I'm waiting for it to come out so we can get the series. So, and then I'm going to binge. The other young girl is Madison Isman. And she's an American actress. She's known for her role on the CMT comedy television series, Still the King. Now that now this is, the, we're talking about the Avatar, the young girl that played Martha. Was that? Or Bethany in the movie. Isn't it? Hold on. Bethany. This is Bethany. Okay. Perfect. Bethany did a good job. <laughs> Great Valley girl. I know you... <laughs> I know you love that, Cynthia, as a, you know, those typical stereotypes. But I like how she came you. around at the end. I, I like how she changed. Right. She well, changed a lot at the end, and I like that. I it like was good. She... Yeah, there was a good story on mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Yes. I do like that, because it's a good, strong lesson that every young girl yes. should learn. Yes. So, even though there was adult humor in it, there was still, you know, they had a lot of, um, you know, good points. Yes, that's like, true. Sorry, you, can you, know have, what I mean? you can have strong morals and still they have did. a good time. You can know how to get a sense of humor and still mm-hmm. do the right thing. Right. It's not all fun and games, but sometimes it is. <laughs> so, mm. now what do we got? For our surprise, yeah. I don't know if it was a surprise for everyone else. We're yeah, we're giving spoilers because we don't care. Uh, <laughs> we won't ruin the movie, I don't think, unless That's you're really movie. hardcore. Like we're not giving away plot spoilers, but we've got a big spoiler coming, which is probably not. That information is probably out there somewhere. Anyway. So who do we got? Uh, the young boy. Al- yeah. What did you say? Alex Wolf. Yep. I'm trying to get him. He plays He was Spencer. great. He, he was, was great. Spencer, <laughs> the, the brain, the nerd, uh, typical. I, uh, you, you know, when you make a movie, you only have a certain amount of time to make you like a character. Uh, especially with this movie where it was, uh, it was split you know, each character's time was split between two worlds. Right. So you had less time with each individual character. And mm-hmm. they still really made you, you know, they gave you a look into the lives of the young kids. Right. They made you feel like they were going through some some actual problems, you know? You, mm-hmm. you were like, all right. I've seen whole movies where I, you know, just didn't buy the story. This did it in the first 20 minutes of the movie. 
I was hooked, you know, it like, it was boom, it came in, you were laughing, you were intrigued by the story, then it just opens up into right. this whole nother plot, uh, there is, there, there are some small plot holes, some questions that weren't exactly answered, I'll leave you to find that out, this is still pretty fresh in the theaters, so... If you'd like to go onto the blog and discuss this after you've seen this, there will be a blog with this episode. Um, so, yeah, and who played the, uh, the Fridge? Who played Fridge? Oh, that you, well, here, I'm on Alex Wolf right now. So he's right, well, an American actor, musician, and composer. Okay. Oh, a composer is a musician. Yes. What is he, uh... He first gained recognition for starring alongside his older brother, Nat, in the Nickelodeon musical comedy television series. Called what? Um, I'm getting into that. Um, the television... Accessing the parts of your brain that contain that information. The Naked Brothers Band. Parts that are in, you hold in your hand. <laughs> okay. I don't want to go to school. So he's Nick. He's a Nick kid. Yeah. <clears throat> up on the Disney Channel, ooh, Nickelodeon ooh, Nick Channel. He was the, if anyone has seen Patriot's Day, he played, um, he portrayed, I can't pronounce the name, in Patriot's Day. Yeah. That, duh. Oh, played, Devo- um, Dev- Dezorfkar Tsarnev. He pa- yeah, played he one of the, one of the um, oh, one of the brothers in yeah. Patriot's Day. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's yep. crazy. And Six Degrees of Separation. Yeah. Chuck Slavin was background wow. in Patriot's Day, who typically co-hosts this podcast. He just looks a lot different now. He's just older now, a little bit. Wow. Yeah, that is him. Wow. That was a good movie, too. I need to lay off the pot. I don't know how I didn't recognize, too. Because he's older, and he's older now. He looks a little different. Yeah. They say... I wish I had one of those minds. I swear I have face blindness. I always go through. I look at the cast list later and I'm like, why didn't I recognize this person? Why didn't I recognize that person? It's like everybody I love is in this movie. But I I didn't recognize them. I can't find the young boy. I think this might be him that, um, you know, once they went to the game, he turned into Kevin Hart. I think his name is um, Sir Darius Blaine. The guy who played Fridge? Yes, he played the... Yes, he played Fridge. What else is he in? So, he's an American actor. Blaine started acting at the age of 12 when he helped his mother rewrite the script for a school play. They rewrote it. And... Hang on. He helped his mom rewrite rewrite. the script. Yes, that's what it says. Rewrite the script for a school play. I want to know more about that story. It just says his mother, a middle school English and drama teacher, cast him in the lead... Which caused him to catch the bug quotes. Catch the bug? Oh, what's there was some kind of virus? Or uh, like it an just says. It's I think that's quote, an acting catch term. The bug. I don't um, think he is. Or like, I hope he's not sick. I think it's an acting thing. But wow, they were so much, they just yeah. basically. She was like, "We're changing this. I'm rewriting it. You're gonna help me. It's gonna be for you. And then and after then that, you're gonna be a big star." He attended um, actors, models, and talent for Christ, which got him into New York. So Con- he's religious. That's good. He looked like a nice yeah. religious. Is he from the South? He looked like a nice religious uh, religious Southern boy. He 
know he's an American actor, so he's. It doesn't say where he's from. It just says he's Amer- an American actor. Okay, well, he's probably not South American. No. <laughs> so, um, he yeah, he uh, looked part. He he definitely could have been like actor model material. Mm-hmm. Big dude, athletic. Right. Um. What else is there? Okay, so the big surprise Those that like- you. The what? Those were just like the main, ca- the you know, yeah, the four younger set, and then the the four older. Set. And so, okay, so you know, so it's the neat main. about this movie is it t- it ties into the sci-fi of of like time and like time is manipulated mm-hmm. in Jumanji, and part of this movie kind of took took that a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Uh, they. I really love the stuff that, uh, you know, the time travel theories, and I like that it comes into movies more. Uh, it was kind of perfect knowing that, you know, uh, Karen Gillian, who was in Doctor Who, the ultimate time theory show, and um, I forgot where I was going with this. But, oh, no, so we were coming to... Yes, how this played with time. And then you had a character who showed up very early in the movie and then came back later. And you were surprised. Once another actor that I did not recognize, but like I said earlier, there were little teeny boppers in the the theater and there was a woo-hoo or two uh, when this actor showed up. Oh. And so who was it? Nick Jonas. Yes. Oh, let's look at Alex. his. Let's look at his IMDb. Oh, we don't even see. have to look at his because we know Nick Jonas is very talented. And no, we need to look it up because. Oh. I mean, why don't we? We looked up everybody else, right? But it's the, Nick Jonas. What I love about that is you would never guess. Sometimes they're in stuff that you're like, "Oh, he was in that." Yeah, and like I we never just said prior. And then you go back and you watch that movie, and that'll give us another movie to watch. And maybe we do, bam. He is got... a pretty good actor. I'll give him that. And then He's we talented. watch. Yeah, we could just do that. I'm sure everybody that uh, would potentially listen to this would love it if we just watch all the movies that Nick Jonas was in and review them. <laughs> There's probably a lot of Nick Jonas fans <laughs> listening to this podcast. So, we're just about out of time. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. It was fun. Okay. What? Well, no. We we got to talk about Nick Jonas. It, do you really want me to read all of that about Nick Jonas? Some of it, yeah. Let's see. Was is he American actor? Um. Or is he European? No, he's American singer songwriter. Okay. I like it so um, far. Anything American. Nicholas Jerry Jonas. Jerry. Um, oh, Jerry. Jerry Jonas. Um, songwriter, actor, and record producer. Record producer? Record producer. Record. That's what it says. They also pronounce that record. I can't. I it's a record what producer. Whatever. Know. However you want to you wanna do it. <clears throat> he put out, He puts the, the records out. Oh you know? It's fine. Like I, got, I got the Adam Sandler comedy record. Mm. Same thing. Right. <laughs> Okay, let's get on. It's okay, okay. Nicholas Jerry Jonas is an American singer, songwriter, actor, and record producer. 
Jonas began acting in theater at the age of seven and released his debut single in 2002. Yeah, he's been around. Been around for a while. Albums. Last year was complicated. <laughs> Nick Jonas. Nicholas Jonas. Jerry. A little bit longer. Jerry. More. Oh, no, that's... He didn't have an album called More. That's just the link. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, who am I? <laughs> Songs from... Songs from How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Album by Nick Jonas. Oh, he's a talented young man. That actually seems like, you know, it's probably worth a listen there. He's cute on the album cover. Look at him on the album cover of that. Cute. He's fucking handsome. Cute. He's green handsome. Bow tie. Anybody wearing a green bow tie is going to get that reaction from Would him. I get that reaction if I was wearing a green bow tie? I would hope. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to say, he's handsome to you. <laughs> no. Uh. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that was it. Yay, Nick Jonas. I know. He was good. He was good. Yep. All right. Yeah, we should probably talk about his acting for a second. Uh, this was great for him. Yeah. Uh, I did, I, once again, I have face blindness and I did not recognize him. Are you and I serious? Thought, who was well? I knew it was somebody. I was like, "Is it Zac Efron?" <laughs> I knew it, but I like I was like, uh, "Maybe it's one of Zac Efron's cousins buddies. or brothers." Yeah, like could be. <laughs> but uh, oh that's no, why he there was did. people hollering. They were like, "Woo!" Very believable in his role. This. Uh, what? What can you say about Jumanji? Welcome to the jungle. It had everything. I laughed. Right. There was there was a moment where I wanted to cry. Like literally, I like I was heartfelt welling moments. up. There oh were my heart, god! Yeah, there, there were some really tear jerking moments. Yeah. moments in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, the original what, was good. What a thrill ride! <laughs> the original was definitely good too, but this was definitely this um, version of it was definitely more modernized. And R.I.P. Robin Williams. Yeah, because he probably would have been in this if he was still with. Every, you know what I mean? Like, he was still yep. around. He totally would have been in this. They, uh, there was a certain throwback to his character, Alan. What was it? Was it Alan Partridge? No. In the original? Alan. Alan what? Alan who? It wasn't Alan Partridge. Oh, that was the Partridge oh. family. Alan Preston? I don't know anything about the Partridge family. No. That's Bill and Ted. <laughs> Right. The dude's name was Alan Parrish. And uh, there's an Easter egg in the movie. Go and see if you can find Alan Parrish in the movie. Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. Okay, we're going to really go this time. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, goodbye. I hope everyone had fun listening. We're giving a shout out to the listeners of Brickbox Podcast today. We're so happy that you decided to tune in and get your information from us and listen to our podcast uh, and we'd send a big thank you out to you. So just head on over to BrickBoxPodcast.com and submit a question or a story, and we'll know who you are, and then we can thank you. Or review us on iTunes. That would also be great, because we really appreciate you. And we would never really ask anything of you, except those last couple small things. would be great. <laughs> I was just looking to look up. <laughs>
And I forget what I was gonna look up. I know you was just looking there. Yeah.